Well, today, it's good to see everyone here, and it is my prayer that our church would continue to grow, both numerically and spiritually. So continue to work on ministering to people and inviting people throughout the community, that we'd see the Lord do a great work here in our church. Wanted to do the scripture memorization challenge today. <clears throat> Be found in Matthew chapter four. Verses 19 through 20. There we got it. Now I'm doing two verses today because I know verse 19 is kind of short and I don't want anyone to accuse me of taking the easy way out. So between these two verses kind of got a, a good amount there to memorize. All right. Matthew chapter 4, verses 19 through 20, the New King James Version says, Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Pressure's on when you're up here doing scripture memorization. Praise God. It's it's good to continue in our resurrection power series and looking at these scriptures from a post-resurrection series. You can turn to John chapter 21 verses 1 through 14 and I'll be there in a few minutes for an introduction. Look at the passages of scriptures or reflect upon them where we've been the last couple weeks. We know the first encounter that Jesus had with the disciples after the resurrection. The disciples were behind closed doors with the door locked and they were afraid that the Jews and Jesus' enemies would come and kill them for their faith and that they would be next to die for their faith. So they were behind locked doors. There came a point in time where Jesus stood in their midst. They seen his nailed scarred hands. They seen his pierced side. And they were glad to see him. What a sight that must have been after Jesus had died, resurrected, and for the disciples to see him once again. 
Do you know two of the disciples were not present during that first meeting? By this time, Judas had already taken his life. Thomas wasn't there with him. And so ten of the disciples told Thomas, We have seen the Lord. We have seen the Lord. Thomas puts out an ultimatum. Unless I see his nailed scarred hands, unless I see the piercing in his side, unless I put my finger into his nailed scarred hand, unless I put my finger into his pierced side, I will not believe. Eight days later, again Jesus stood in their midst. And he said to Thomas, all right, Thomas, go ahead. Put your finger in my nailed scarred hand. Put your finger in my pierced side. And Thomas did. And Jesus spoke to Thomas and saying, Thomas, because you have seen, you believe. Blessed are those who have not seen and do believe. And so that's where we were at last week. Today, I'm excited. Some of you I've already spoke to, you know today where we're going, we're going fishing. As much as I love to go out to Ross Lake and, and, and cast a, a fishing pole and catch bluegills, I'm talking about something even more meaningful than that. As much as I love the great outdoors and the beauty of God's creation. Today, I want to challenge you today for spiritual fishing. Today's sermon title is Spiritual Fishing. Church, we are going after lost souls today. Please stand for the reading of God's Word found in John chapter 21, verses 1 through 14. If you're able to stand, please do so. If not, that's okay. Reads like this. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And in this way, he showed himself. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Canaan in Galilee, the two sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We are going with you also. They went out and immediately got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. 
Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it and plunged into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for they were not far from the land, but about 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. Then as soon as they had come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid on it, and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish which you have just caught. Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to the land full of large fish, 153. And although there was so many, the net was not broken. Jesus said to them, come and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them, and likewise the fish. This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Thank you. You may be seated. So at this point in time, then Jesus is revealing himself to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. Peter looked at six of the disciples and said, I am going fishing. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm going fishing. Say it again. Church, I believe with everything within me that it is time for the church to go fishing. We don't have a lot of time. It won't be that long before every last one of us will stand before the Lord and give an account. And here on this very day, the, the last Sunday in April of 2023, the Lord is challenging each and every one of us to go fishing in this community. So that night, Peter, six of the other disciples, went fishing. I need a couple of assistants at this time. Kenny and Gage are going to come up here, and they're going to go fishing. Here it is, right here. And right where you two are at, cast your nets here. Keep casting. May you catch a couple flowers. And the disciples, they went fishing throughout the night. And they were fishing, and they were fishing, and they caught nothing. And 
Jesus said to them, children, have you any food? The disciples told him, no, we don't have any food. We haven't caught any fish. Jesus instructed them to cast their nets on the right side. So, Kenny and Gage, if you could, cast the nets on your right side here. And as they were casting their nets on the right side, they caught some fish. Keep, keep going, guys. Keep going. And they caught fish. A hundred and fifty-three large fish, to be exact. So, gentlemen, could you demonstrate then what it would be like to pull a hundred and fifty-three fish up here on this stage? I mean, at this point, you've got to struggle to show exactly what it's like to pull a hundred and fifty-three and the disciples, they struggled and they pulled and they were having all kinds of trouble pulling in 153 large fish. Give Kenny and Gage a hand. That had to be a miracle in and of itself. For the disciples to have fished all night, not caught anything. Jesus called the disciples to cast their net on the right side of the boat. And all of a sudden they had a miraculous fishing expedition at that point. Bringing in 153, not minnows or bluegills. It says that they caught 153 large fish. So much so, they were having trouble bringing the fish to the shore. Jesus told the disciples, bring some of that fish to me that you just caught. And there along the shore, Jesus and the disciples again cooked those fish and they had bread. Jesus told them, come and eat breakfast. And so they were eating bread and fish. At first, the disciples didn't know who this man was. But after Jesus gave them instructions to cast their nets on the right side, and they had that miraculous catch, and they had that miracle going on, then I believe then it began to dawn on them that indeed this was Jesus with them. And at this point in time, after the miraculous catch, nobody dared question who this was. For at that point in time, then they knew that it was the Lord. 
It was then that Jesus gave the disciples bread and fish to eat. And we see throughout Scripture a direct correlation between going fishing and soul winning. Do you remember then in that Scripture memorization I did at the beginning? Matthew chapter 4 verses 19 through 20. Then He said to them, Follow Me and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed Him. Church, I want each and every one of us to get to the place today where we follow Jesus and become fishers of men. Time to fish, church. If anybody's interested in a few tips and pointers, you know how it is when you go fishing. The experts have their strategies. It's not just all luck. And if anybody wants to meet with me, I'll give you the, my absolute best advice. Going spiritual fishing, leading people to the Lord. I want to give you four points today. Regarding spiritual fishing that relates to this main text. The first point I want to bring before you. The disciples did not give up even though they fished all night and had caught nothing. The disciples did not give up even though they had fished all night and had caught nothing. If you're like me, many, many times I went out to go fishing and caught nothing. I'm sure I'm not alone. Anybody else ever go fishing and catch nothing? And throughout the night, the disciples had caught nothing but they didn't give up. And today, you may be sitting in church today and you think, I have tried and I have tried to lead people to the Lord. I have tried and tried to lead people to this church to hear the Word of God. And today, you may be sitting there today and saying, you know what, I have caught nothing spiritually. Don't give up. Keep casting those spiritual nets. The second point I want to bring before you. The disciples were obedient to Christ. You want to talk about some, some good spiritual health? You want to talk about being able to fish spiritually? People need to hear, see your own walk with Christ individually. 
There's been enough hypocrites come through the church over the years. I believe the world is looking for someone to be genuine in their faith. You live a life full of sin, I think you're going to have a hard time leading someone to the Lord. But if you're obedient to the Christ, people will see that. People will take note of that. And it was through obedience that the disciples were successful in their fishing. And through true and total obedience to Christ, we will be successful in our spiritual fishing. The third point I want to bring before you. They were willing to change their approach. The first time I was ever a youth, mas- youth pastor in northern Ohio, I talked to another one of the pastors, same denomination in the community. These two churches. The pastor told me that both of them had been in the decline for 42 years straight. Some people don't like change. Understand. Change can be difficult. Change can be uneasy. And change can become something we don't like. But what Jesus calls us to change our approach, we got to be obedient to Him. Be willing to change our approach in ministry. They were willing to change their approach. And the fourth point I want to bring before you today, the Lord blessed them for their obedience and persistence. The fourth point. The Lord blessed the disciples for their obedience and persistence. And I believe with everything within me that the Lord will bless us in ministry and spiritual fishing for our obedience and persistence to Him and His Word. The Lord calls you to go and minister to someone. Got to be willing to do so. Some of you may not be as much into statistics as I am. In this very county that you sit today, there is over... 77,000 people currently residing in Ross County. Only 25.9% of them 
are a part of a faith-based organization, that means that Christianity would be even less. Almost 58,000 people in Ross County are not in church today. And I know I've talked to people, I've invited people, and some people are completely and totally resistant to the call of God to come to a place like this and hear His Word. But then those, there are many that are willing to come. Some of you are here today because someone invited you to church. Some of you are here today because someone kept praying for you, for the Lord to touch your heart and life. Some of you is a flat out miracle that you're here today. I said it last week and I want to say it again, don't give up on anybody. There may be times where you need to, to change your approach. There may be times where you've, you've tried to minister to someone 10 or 12 times. Don't ever give up on them. You very well may need to cast your nets on the other side. You very well may need to think about your approach. But don't give up on anybody. Church, we've got to be about our Father's business. Again, when you look back to Matthew chapter 4, in that passage, Jesus was calling the first disciples of Peter and Andrew, and He told them, follow Me and I will make you fishers of men. We know the story then. He had 12 disciples and changed the world through him and his ministry. Look around. There's a whole lot more than 12 people here today. And with the people that are here this very day, if each and every one of us will seek the Lord, pray, have an evangelistic experience, Outreach within our hearts and lives. We can impact this community. We can change the world for Christ. We can. Believe. Believe. We got to be about our Father's business. Finally, in closing, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. This verse says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Say it again. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Church, there's some godly wisdom in leading people to the Lord. 
So I challenge each and every person under the sound of my voice, be about your father's business. Be about our father's business. Impact the community and the world for Christ. In this closing song, the altars are always open. Today you may want to to pray for someone who's backslidden, someone who's not right with the Lord, by all means, come to the altar and pray if you would like to. Somebody needs the Lord, needs a fresh touch from Him this day, the altars are always open. If there's anybody here or watching online that's not right with the Lord, today's your day. The Lord can meet you right where you're at.